discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from the world-famous Impact Power Sports Studio. We have begun. Uh, blowing right by the five-year anniversary of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Beginning right here. Thank you so much. The show has uh, never stopped growing, and I'm uh, so, so thankful for all of you. Appreciate you being here on this live stream or listening to the audio podcast or whatever it may be. I am uh, eternally grateful to be able to sit here and uh, hang out, take care of the dogs, take care of my brother-in-law, and uh, chit-chat with you, still have my fun, have my creative outlet, if you will, and uh, we can enjoy each other. Ben Glaze already checking in. Ben Glaze checking in during, during the uh, uh, X's and Bros show. Be careful. Don't like hit the wrong button and put this show on the air with Anthony Bellino. Which, by the way, I was given a tip about a new record. Uh, ben on the Friday show of X's and bros. He said four words. And this is not on Ben. We have decided as a show, both myself and the audience that, uh, Ben has, um, no culpability with the awkward fest that starts every one of those shows. Show starts at six and, uh, Anthony running the show, he goes to this long laundry list of how you can reach out to them. You can, uh, send something on Instagram, call us, send me an email, it's stuff that's similar to what I do. And then he, uh, chats with Ryan Elkey. Well, he says, hello to Ryan Elkey and Ben Glaze. He says, you can reach uh, Ryan here on Twitter and the Ben Glaze. And gentlemen, how are you? And poor Ryan doesn't have a mic. He's never had a mic. But he says, gentlemen, how are you? Now, if you ask somebody, how are you? You would expect an answer. Ben answers. I'm good. Or I'm well. And then Anthony uh, starts talking. And then... After about 30, 40 seconds of talking, he just stops. You you just assume he's done talking to Ben. There's never any moment where he says, well, Ben, glad you're here. Let's get to it. Here we go. The, and then start talking about sports. Ben has to reluctantly turn off his microphone in hopes that he doesn't go to him again. I had a fantastic interaction on Friday that was sent to me. From the world-famous Sexes and Bros show. Chris said, Ben said a new record, four words, and then that was it. Well, I've taken that audio. And I have created something fantastic to be played on the upcoming edition of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Which I'm assuming we will go on uh, Thursday today or this week. I've got hockey Wednesday. I've got hockey Friday. And I've got hockey. Yes, Ben, if you're watching, the goal would be 
Thursday to host the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. With, with, before that, another world-renowned episode uh, of Who Are These Freebeers? So you're going to have to review some audio from the world-famous Freebeer and Hot Wing show uh, and clip it for us to have fun on another rousing big fraud Thursday. All right. Now, I talked about, um, you know, being here at the house for the last five years. It's kind of um, probably the best example of making lemonade. And here's why. <coughs> Excuse me. First of all, um, I started podcasting January 6, 2019. And then more than one year passed. And then the world went crazy with the pandemic. And everybody had to stay home from work. Well, I had already been staying home from work. So that was no big deal. I'm not going to lie. Other than it, uh, COVID claiming the uh, uh, life of my mother, which is obviously the worst thing possible. Um, personally, it didn't, uh, outside of that horrible thing, It uh, there wasn't a lot that happened. Then... At some point during all of that, um, I think it was, yeah, it was, it was July. It was like after COVID got, cause COVID we, uh, we shut down, we locked down in March of 20. And then in July of 20, Diana's brother, Dave passed away suddenly. So that means we get the NFK. Now. It's perfect because the NFK needs some type of, uh, you know, not, not exactly like, um, firsthand type of care, but he does need some care. There's no question. And me being here, that happens. And also, um, you know, being here a lot, I can have a, uh, uh, you know, this type of uh, involvement with his, because of his sister, my wife. Uh, being very active in his medical care. I'm telling you, it has saved his life. So I'm looking at all the silver lining things that have happened. One of the other things that has happened is uh, by default, I am the go-to um, for, uh, you know, it's kind of like I'm working with my wife to improve the health of this, of this man. Because he was like a... Uh, uh, you ever see those uh, Facebook or Instagram videos where somebody finds like an old house and they fix it up or an old beat up car and they flip it? Um, that's what we're doing with the NFK. Too many uh, medical things to go into. But uh, one of the things, and I, I, I'm going to warn you right now, what I'm about to talk about now is gross. Okay, so you have the option. I'm, I'm giving you fair warning. Now, this is not gross on a level of uh, the most legendary story that I've ever been involved in, the Gary from the men's warehouse incident, but it is gross. It's up there. It's not as bad as Gary, but it's, it's, it's close. So I, I'm explaining this to you so that if you want to cash out for a you know, fair amount of time, I imagine this will be about eight to 10 minutes, maybe, maybe less. 
and then come back. That's cool. That's cool. Because some of this story, I can't, I can't couch shit on this show. You know, it's too difficult. Um, I just let it fly. Or if you're listening to the audio podcast, yeah, I hit that uh, bump ahead button several times, several, several times, and then listen and hear if I'm discussing, uh, my brother-in-law's feet. And if I'm still talking about his feet and you hear various words that clue you into something gross. Yeah. Just, just, just keep hitting it. Keep hitting that thing. Okay. Cause, uh, you know, sometimes we have gross stories. Now there was a, a period of time in life here at the house that, um, after my brother's neck surgery where I actually had to bathe him. Um, but that turned out to be a great thing because, um, part of the bathing, um, uh, I got now I'm wearing gloves when I do with these, you know, search blue surgical gloves. Um, I also was working very hard to take care of his feet, which for some reason he gets an unbelievable amount of callus on the feet. Don't know why. Don't know if it's his body chemistry or what's going on, but he's got little teeny tiny footsies. He's a little guy. In fact, his uh, younger brother used to call him little one because he's so damn little. Uh, he's in between my height. He's shorter than me, but taller than Diana. So uh, over the years as he's aged, this is the most gnarly I think he's actually getting taller because of the amount of callus that is building up on the foot. All right. Um, and early on, you know, we went to like a podiatrist and the podiatrist was like, what the fuck? That like, we've never seen anything like this. You know, there was one of those, holy shit moments. And uh, she recommended this medicine, and then, uh, okay, that was that. Uh, but as I was helping the NFK months later, I actually had to shower the guy. Okay, great, no big deal. But then I, I decided I'm going to take care of the foot. So what you do is you buy one of these uh, things that has, like, um, on one side is the cheese grater, the other side is the stone, the third side is the uh, sanding paper type of thing. And the fourth side, it's like two, two. It's a, it's a double-ended brush. Is, is our, it's a double-ended device with a brush so you can get everything up with this one thing. And I'm getting like fucking good with it. So uh, after the shower, I, I do it all. I, I grate and I have to do it over the garbage. There's so much uh, foot growth that, I mean, it's just falling off. It's incredible. And then I'm also taking care of the nails. So I'm can what, talk about Pooh Bear points here. And uh, his feet were pristine. I was very proud of the foot. Now, some of you may ask, were, was I turned on by his feet? No, no. There are, I love feet, but only the right feet. These are not the right feet. Okay. There's a certain shape of the foot and it's got, first of all, it's got to be on a chick. Okay. As you all know, I'm a little gay, but when it comes to dude feet, nah, I'm not, that's, that's just not me. Um, 
so that went on. Then there came a day when the NFK said, I'm going back to showering on my own. Which, considering where we came from with zero showers, uh, that's great. But then we kind of got out of the habit of um, taking care of the of the feet because he's taking his own shower. Well, as luck would have it, I know it's a long way for this story, and it's a lot of foot talk, but it's important. Um, recently, I was talking to you about how last week my wife uh, stepped out of the back door into the garage and s- stepped on a shoe and fucking hurt her foot. She's almost all better now. We were gone for like 36 hours to visit my dad over the weekend and uh, and my stepdad, Wally. That went great, by the way. Well, we come back in yesterday and we're no sooner in the house for like three seconds. And he goes, I fucking did what you did. And we're like, uh, okay. Oh, uh, uh-huh. I fucking stepped outside there and, uh, in the garage and then boom, uh, next thing I know. And he, so he fucking freaking out, swearing he rolls his ankle somehow. Um, so his foot is resting on a little footstool and, uh, she goes, oh, my God, is it black and blue? And he says, check it out. So, so, Diana, I'm watching this unfold. And, again, this has been a while since I've been up close and personal with his feet to take care of them. Well, all of that work is out the window because she pulled his sock off. And the amount of skin flake that flew into the air off of the foot and onto the uh, the the footstool it was uh, it was like a fucking powdered donut you would not believe it and um it's it so it's gnarly as fuck black and blue from the injury and then the the callus is just fucking through the roof and then the nails are so long they've extended off of the foot and now curled under. And if they keep growing, they're going to grow into the foot. So only, I only say, I, I only know that because I had to get up close and personal with him again. And um, she comes up to me minute later. She goes, you have to get to work. You have to take care of the feet. And I'm like, fuck that. Fuck that shit. Fuck it. I'm not doing that. Deep down, I I know I'm going to have to. Somebody has to do this. If I don't do this, this is going to be a problem. <coughs> uh, while I'm at Meyer, I get a uh, ankle brace for him. And I, I, I give it to him to put on his injured foot. And then he's fucking with it for like 10 minutes. He can't do it. If you don't know, he's got fucking neurological damage on his hands. He, he, his hands don't work like yours and mine. He asks me to help him. I go, absolutely. I uh, take off the sock and then I see what's happened. Before it was from afar when I saw it, but now I'm right there. And I go, okay. Then I then I commit. Then I, I like, you know, while I'm here, let me, um, let me, uh, go to work on these feet. They they need some. They need a little TLC. 
So I get my uh, tools of the trade. I got, I put my gloves on. I got my uh, four-way sander. I got my uh, um, clippers. And, okay, so they're fucked. Now, the um, not only do his nails grow long, but they grow thick like a goddamn uh, Big Mac because of he has toenail fungus. And that's what happens. So you wouldn't believe the strain that these giant toenail clippers were under. I thought it was going to break the hinge to uh, pulverize these crunchy toe nuggets. Oh, but I got that done. Then I go to uh, 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 sand the cheese off the bottom of the foot. And there's so much callus, it doesn't work. It do- It's defeated it. You have to put this medicine that I have um, on it to like soften it up. And that takes a couple days. So literally I had to put it on and then put the brace on and then the sock over that to let it kind of marinate. So basically foot callus chunk has to marinate before I can grind it off. That was my Sunday. I told you it was going to be gross. I warned you about that. Oh, my God. (sighs) Ashley says, good Lord, this is rough. Kelly cheese palate cleanser, she says. Hurricane Ashley says, BFC, would you be willing to do this for your pal, Hurricane Ashley? No, I cannot. This time, I I do know a lot about foot care, but I, I, no, I, I can't do that. I can only do it for immediate family members. Now I will say this months ago when I was in charge of the foot of the feet on the NFK, again, they were immaculate except for the fungus. The toenail fungus. Um, now, he can't do anything about the toenail, uh, toenail fungus because he's got cirrhosis. And that medicine um, that heals the toenail fungus, it, it can affect the liver. So there's a, the, he can't take it. So basically, um, he's screwed. But no big deal. Um. So that's, that was my day yesterday. And as I'm, uh, now Diana's seeing this. Okay. Now I'm, I'm, I don't, when I, when I take care of his feet, I am so desensitized to it that it doesn't bother me at all. Um, I have, I have, um, uh, developed, uh, what do you call it? The type of skills that, uh, um, like a person who does home care for the elderly has developed with that type of, uh, you know, not, um, not shying away from anything because I've, I've done this. And I, so I, I am, uh, I am glass half filling this silver lining to be able to do that. Um, outside of wiping his asshole, I have, uh, I have seen it all. I've had to wash his asshole, but I've not wiped his asshole. I think I would actually do okay with that. 
So I'm ready. I am ready for what the future is going to hold for me. Um, that was an unbelievable uh, Sunday. My God. Let's see. Uh, NFK is the real life. This old house, says Megan. Uh, we got a couple of people commenting on, I guess there is yet another person that has been brought into the free beer and hot wing show. Uh, bold prediction for 2024. Our pals on free beer and hot wings are going to be fired. Now this is uh, even more bold than my prediction, which came true that I said Joe would be fired. Um, this prediction I am making because that show now is well over $500,000 a year with all of the moving parts and all of the, uh, all the paychecks that go out to everybody right now, Grand Rapids morning radio has a budget of about $70,000 a year, maybe. That's how uh, bad the radio state is right now. And it is not going to get better. Regardless of how many radio stations they spread that salary out on in town square media. Uh, the, the bubble is going to burst this year with our old pals, free beer and hot wings. So whoever just got hired at the entry level phone screener position, good for you. Absorb all you can. And uh, congratulations. I think that person is um, used to be, used to bone Amanda. The person that they just hired used to have sex with Amanda regularly. I think that's what she described it as. Or maybe it was her daughter. Or her daughter had sex with that guy's brother. Something like that. Nick, the electrician, says shaving that Parmesan. Ryan says, it's amazing. If you can tolerate all of this big fraud, Zane, you missed your calling in the retirement home assisted living industry. Linda says, quote unquote, showering on my own, the NFK, running the water to make people think I'm showering. Green faces from Patrick. Ryan writes, good God, man. Then he says, the theater of the mind on this show is at its best right now. Yeah, if I can say something and then you can see it in your brain and then while you're driving to work or you're at home or whatever, you're listening later, you're going, oh my God, it's because you can see what I'm describing to you. I am putting shit in your brain. There is no one better at this than me. Callous tenderizing tips from EZ. Is foot nail fungus contagious? Yes. Can you get it from touching it or from looking at it? No. Touching it? Yes. Ashley describes it as non-athlete's foot. My God. Um, all right. So he's limping around like a fucking wounded soldier. 
And uh, today it's back to the grind, literally grind, where after the foot is marinated for the day, uh, we got to do some cheese scraping. I will keep you updated on that. Uh, I can't actually shoot video of it because it's just a little too much. I'm just going to have to describe this shit to you. I will always put the disclaimer out when talking about this fucking foot issue. This is a very real problem. My point in bringing this up was not to gross you out because while I was seated seated there doing this on the business end of his feet, taking care of him, the queen of the forest sat there. She watched me take care of her brother. I think uh, there's a blow job in the near future. I think I've earned something to some degree. A lot of Pooh Bear points. Uh, the bucket is full because I took care of her brother. The Detroit Lions win yesterday. Not exactly a meaningless game because if they won and Dallas lost, that would improve their uh, standing, like their seating, I guess. But it may have been not a great idea to run all the good players. And it turns out it didn't matter. They still got the third seed because the Dallas Cowboys won. But uh, one of their best players was injured. He had a a wonky knee issue. What's his name? Ben Laporta, Matt Laporta, Leo Laporta, Sam. He did a little wonky knee. He did the stanky leg. This wasn't great. Hang on a second. This mouse just puked on me. Son of a bitch. So this guy is like uh, arguably one of the best tight ends in the whole league. Meaningless play, five yard, uh, five yard reception, and uh, something terrible happens. Let's watch it. Out in the Panthers and Bucks game, we have an injury to Sam Laporta. On this play, you'll see him grab at his left leg. I think we've got a replay from this angle. Uh, one more angle, I believe, right. is the. This is the angle. You can see his left. Look at, look at that. Ah, ouch. Now, I don't think that's totally wonkified. Leg kind of sticks in the turf and bends backwards. But it was close. Do it. And Dan Campbell chose to play his guys to get that number two seed. And this is the risk. A guy like Sam Laporta, Jared Goff. Okay. So that is, uh, that's not great. There's, um, they say he's going to quote, miss some time. So I would be very surprised. I mean, I don't know anything, but I would be very surprised that, um, he, uh, if he will play against the Rams, that's right. The Rams will come to Detroit for a Saturday night game, eight fifteen kickoff wild card weekend. Uh, six games, three on Saturday, three on Sunday. I will not be watching 
the Lions game on Saturday. Maybe the end of it because it starts at 8.15. And uh, I've got hockey that starts at 7. So I think I'll be able to get uh, get uh, the back end of the game when I get home. Ryan says the first playoff game in 30 years in Detroit. Is that right? Uh, yeah, actually. Well, yeah, that, that's exactly right. Um, and the first one at Ford Field. I, uh, I'm not comfortable with any of this. I might be better off just not watching it. The ideal thing would be if, like, I get home from the hockey game and it's 35 nothing Detroit. And the reason why I, um, it's just the, the anxiety level is just so through the roof for me. I, um, I, I don't know if I can do it because part of me is just saying that this is going to be a crushing defeat in true Lions fashion. Uh, Patrick says, if I were the Lions, I would rather play the Eagles or the Packers. The Rams went seven and one down the stretch. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I. Uh, frankly, I'm not, uh, I don't feel good about any of the other teams. The Packers beat the shit out of the Lions on Thanksgiving and their quarterback, Jordan Love, started out the year shaky and finished it like a fucking boss. The Eagles, I hate uh, the Lions taking on a player. I mean, Jalen Hurts is an absolute beast. I don't give a shit how weird they played in the back half of the year. He's, uh, as soon as he takes on the Lions, he'll have a great fucking game. And, uh, Linda just pointed out that Matthew Stafford did not play yesterday. He rested. God damn. Chris in Buffalo says, go Bills. They impressively beat Miami and they won the division. They are a number two seed this year. They had a strong back half of the year. That's great for the Bills. I'm happy for them and, the, and for Bills fans. Uh, if the Lions were to play the Bills in the Super Bowl, either way, it's absolutely fantastic. But uh, that game coming up on Saturday night, and uh, I am very much worried. Very much worried. Lions and the Rams. It is at this point in the show that um, we will probably uh, bring out Joe Martinez. And that is unfortunate because that means the chat is going to be dominated with stupid things like we bow to no one except he's going to spell no K-N-O-W. And uh, he's going to write, bust them nuts and others, uh, hail Michigan or whatever the fuck stupid Michigan fans do. Today is the day. Um, the national championship Washington 
Michigan. This is the last opportunity to shut these asshole Wolverine fans up. I've had it with the arrogance. I've had it with all of that shit. If it weren't for those fans, I would be rooting for that team. Two things I can't stand. Harbaugh and Michigan fan. So annoying. I don't know who's more annoying. Harbaugh or the fans? It's a toss-up. I guess it depends on the day. By the way, I think Paul Feinbaum suggested that uh, Harbaugh has autism. And I saw everybody losing their shit about that. I'll butthurt. And it's like, well, of course he does. He absolutely has autism. Or at least something on the spectrum. And I don't know why everybody makes that a, a like, like a bad thing. Why is that an insult? That's not an insult. Autism is a superpower. I'm hoping I catch it because everybody who has autism, they're always the most creative people on the planet. They do amazing shit. I'm telling you, that is the evolution of the human form. Autism. It's a goddamn gift to some. Others, it manifests in debilitating ways that, uh, you know, you, you, you were like, God damn it, life sure is hard. But holy fuck. Yeah, Harbaugh definitely has autism. He's full of it. He's full of the tism. Uh, Ken says Paul Feinbaum has a hard-on for anything anti-Michigan in the Big Ten. Uh, Joe Martinez says can't be a Michigan fan, didn't go to that school, or I wasn't born into it. I don't know what you're talking about. Half the time when Joe contributes on the chat, I, I have to decipher it. I don't I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, Linda says he's full of shit, too. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, Kenny is... Uh, he busted out a, uh, a little bit of the Kenny show here. He, uh, he says, Derek Henry probably played his last game for the Titans yesterday, too. That sucks. Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, I kind of do. Uh, these running backs, you know, once they hit 30, nine times out of 10, they're shit. They're broken down. They've had it. Um, so he'll probably be playing football elsewhere and probably be pretty good for at least two or three years. He, get, he actually made a long speech. He, like, grabbed the microphone and thanked everybody. Um, all right. So that's that's happening tonight. I, uh, I am excited about that game. Um, that one I will actually watch. It's the Lions game that, that freaks me out, that I'm just like, God damn it. I mean, like, if I didn't have a hockey game, that would be the type of game where... If they started off slowly with a shaky start, I'd have to leave the house and go for a walk. Uh, to me, the worst feeling in the world is a Lions game, a regular season game, which they're just getting the fuck kicked out of them. Like there was a few of those this year. There was the Green Bay game. They got the shit kicked out of them. There was the Baltimore game. They got the shit kicked out of them. 
Those two in particular, um, and the Chicago game was horrible too. Those three stand out as the ones like, fuck this, I'm gone. The Seattle game was an overtime game. And then the Dallas game, we all know what happened there. That was, that was, I actually enjoyed watching that one. But I, uh, I am definitely feeling uneasy uh, about the Lions this weekend. Uh, for those of you that are enjoying this show on Facebook, X, and YouTube, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to cut you loose, though. If you want the rest of the show, you got to download the Twitch app on your phone. Twitch uh, is where you find is what you find in the in the app store, and then search Eric Zane Live. You will find me there. You can check out the rest of the show anytime you want. All the videos are on demand, and uh, that way you can get the show without interruption. Follow me on that. Subscribe on that by linking up your Amazon Prime, and you get no commercials from Amazon because Twitch is owned by Amazon. I have an audio podcast. This all becomes the audio podcast shortly after it finishes. I upload it. Check it out on all of the spots where you download podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review to that. And then finally, the Patreon, which is an entirely different platform. Uh, Zero sponsors. It is powered only by you. It is subscription-based, five or ten bucks a month. You can try it for free for seven days. If you have not ever done this, um, you are only allowed to do it once. Sign up at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Put in a payment form and uh, you will get seven days free. You can cancel it right after you sign up and you still get the seven days. That's the beauty of it. I just want you to try it and I think that you will like it. Included is the latest edition of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast where we reviewed Jimmy in Portland, Maine's film that he did with his cousin Paul, The Harwich Tale. And it is uh, one of my favorite things that we've ever done. Jimmy, for some reason, gets like a creative bug. And he and Paul make movies. And uh, this one was another horror movie that he made. Jimmy is a actually a Hollywood makeup expert. I'm not even kidding you. He's worked in that industry uh, in the past. And he knows what the hell he's doing. And uh, so his ability to make masks... And makeup work is on display in these films. And uh, that's about the only thing that is professional. Everything about it is a huge pile of shit. And we make fun of it and have a great time in the Director's Cut Edition with Jimmy and Ben and Eric on the latest edition of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. All right. So thank you for checking out the show on Facebook, X, and YouTube. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Follow me on those platforms as well as my YouTube channel. All right. The open and live stream of the show. Brought to you by Joe Martinez and A&E Heating and Cooling. 616 616- 516-8579. It's finally going to be getting super cold here in the next week with some snow. If uh, you need an after-hours uh, service call on your furnace, remember Joe at A&E. Not to mention, it's time to get your furnace tuned up. 
typically HVAC businesses like Joe advertise that up until, you know, it really starts getting cold. And then they kind of back off and figure that no one else is going to do it. But you can get your furnace tuned up anytime. And there's only one HVAC business in West Michigan that does it 100% free. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. How, you ask? Well, he's got a great deal with DTE Energy, the gas company. And he does it and then DTE pays for the tune-up. Uh, it's a way that uh, because if you have a tuned-up furnace, you will use less fuel. So they encourage that and that is how this works. 616-516-8579. Call and schedule today. The accounting service for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Tag accounting. Tag accounting and tax services at tagcpa.net. When it comes to getting your taxes done, it doesn't matter where you are in the U.S., reach out to Troy Ginzer at Tag Accounting, the world-famous tax hobbit. You can uh, reach out via email, troy at tagcpa.net, or call 616 301 9516. If you've worked with Troy in the past, you've already been notified as to when your appointment is for this year. If you have not, reach out and get uh, on his radar. If you are a brand new customer, and I hope that you all will be, um, you call and you make your appointment, and Troy will take care of the rest. You do not need to be in the presence of him to get your taxes done. You can Send it all in via his online portal, all of your documents and important papers and things like that. And he will take care of you. Ultimately, the only thing you have to do is just pick up the phone. Call, leave my name, leave a message or talk to him or one of the staff directly. And you are in business and your taxes are done professionally. 616-301-9516. What is this going to set you back? Well, it depends on the return. Simple return, 85 bucks or so. More complex returns, north of 100, north of 125. It just depends. Either way, though, you'll be uh, saving money and getting more money back because of his expertise. Trust me, he's been doing my, pa- my uh, taxes, both personal and professional, for decades. 616 301 9516. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage Mortgage invites you to reach out to them, the number one mortgage professionals in the United States, about your mortgage. Get one now. 231 332 6505. Whether you've done this many times and have an, uh, an impeccable credit record, or you're kind of a loser and you're just getting started. Reach out to Mario, 231-332-6505 is going to get you into your home ASAP. Quit paying rent, pay your mortgage, and you've got your own home. NMLS number 3035. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. 
All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock all right ashley says she paid two hundred dollars well, that's because you've got so much damn money. Aram weighs in on uh, our episode where we watched the Harwich Tale. He writes, I almost broke a rib laughing when Paul's character was writing directions to the first house. I couldn't breathe. God damn. You're right. That was so funny. I, I enjoyed that so much. Okay. Your old pal EZ is taking a break. I'll be back. Oh, don't get down, O'Neal. You guys were so cute up there. I love all the dogs and some of the people. As always, as you know. Okay. What a weekend for um, flying on airplanes. That story. Jesus. Um. Uh, the Boeing Max Jets, they're huge. Boeing Max 10, Boeing Max 9. Uh, not that long ago, the Boeing Max 10s were the ones that um, a couple of them crashed, killing everybody on board, and they're like, all right, let's ground them all. So they ground all of these fucking things and expect and inspect the shit out of them. And then the FAA is like, all right, I think think you're fine uh put them back in the air max nine is a different plane also incredibly large boeing max nine takes off from portland oregon is going to fly to um southern california ontario california and uh the fucking a hole blows out of the side of the damn thing when they make these fuselages for the Max 9, they uh, they have a spot where you can put like a door, but there's no door there. There was a hole cut, and then they put a plug in there because the Boeing Max 9, uh, it might be like a similar fuselage to the Max 10, which would have a typically a door there. The Max 9 has no door. It has a plug. 
It's just like, uh, there's no window, nothing. It's just a fucking wall that they put in there and they seal it all up. And then, uh, yeah, you just enjoy the flight and then you don't expect the fucking thing to blow off, but it did. They're at 17,000 feet and that plug, the size of a door pops and goes, goes flying out. Now, this is the type of thing with that instant depressurization. You have to get oxygen on you fast. If you don't, you're going to pass out. Amazingly, everybody put the fucking thing on that falls from the uh, ceiling of the plane. So they're okay. And everybody who was near that opening was buckled in. Had they not been they would have been sucked out of the fucking hole. There was a little kid. In fact, the seat that was right next to that plug that blew off. Um, there was, uh, there, there was no one in that seat, but the, the cushion that was on the seat, it got ripped off the seat. It got pulled out and there was a little kid next to that. And he's sitting there, and then the next thing he knows, I swear to God, his shirt's off. It pulled his shirt off and sucked it out. Anything that was nearby on the floor, shoes, socks, some asshole. Who's the asshole that takes his socks off in the plane? But seriously, socks got sucked out of the plane. Can you imagine that? You got a person in their fucking feet exposed hanging on right in front of you you asshole leave your socks on you dick i don't even like people taking their shoes off in the plane leave your fucking shoes on you pig this isn't your house the only way it's acceptable for your shoes to be off is if it's a little kid and they're seated like uh indian style or you know crisscross applesauce Chris says it would have pulled the shit out of me. Another guy, his cell phone got ripped out of his hand. All that shit goes flying out the door. They find the plug. It, it falls 17,000 feet and lands in somebody's backyard. They had to um, uh, fly the plane with, uh, like, you know, the exposed to the elements. It's an Alaska Airlines flight. In fact, I, I've got pictures of this. This is the opening I'm telling you about. This is the seat that got the cover rift, ripped off. It just went out like that. Now, on the uh, Max 10, there's a doorway there. This was not a doorway. It was just a plug, like I said. Uh, they turned around and landed safely in Portland. Uh, this is the. This is from the pilot talking to air traffic control. This is the audio when that happened. In theory. Oh, great. It's an advertisement. Now I have to kill 10 more seconds uh, in order for this to make sense. And I'm just killing time. Three, two, one. We'd like to get lower if possible. Fox 1282 to 
All right, that's awesome. I think the best part of that is that the lady pilot is not going, oh my God, it's She kept a cool head, shattering those misconceptions and myths that ladies get all hysterical when shit goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Listen to how calm she was. We'd like to get lower. That's a big turn on. Alaska 1282. Just going to maintain 7,000. Alaska 1282. Alaska 1282. Did you fire? Declare an emergency or just need to return to the. Yes, we are emergency. We are depressurized. We do need to return back to. We have 177 passengers. There's something about that's especially attractive about a woman who remains calm in the face of imminent danger. I love a woman that has like a, a take charge mentality. Like last year when I passed out after I almost cut my foot off with that chainsaw. Next thing I know, I'm losing consciousness. And I'm surrounded by nurses and a doctor. And they're all chicks. And um, they're ripping my, they're cutting my shirt off, my t-shirt off. And putting leads on me and and uh, blood pressure check and just people like shining lights in my fucking eyes. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And I was so turned on. Oh my God. And then the doctor who sewed my foot up, um, I find out that, um, well, well, she's super hot, the doc. And, um, she got married to a dude who lives on the next street. So she's like the stepmom. She's a hot stepmom of the kids that live in that house. Cause he moved out. You know what I mean? It's all like, it was all connected in a weird way. But anyway, my point is women that have that boss mentality that just in the face of, uh, anything threatening, they just remain calm and just whip your ass into shape. I find that very attractive. Diana does that herself. Um, when, we were in San Francisco. She's done this twice. Once it was successful, the other not. When she administered CPR. Man, I, I, my dick was so hard as she was uh, doing chest compressions and mouth-to-mouth on both of those people. Now, it was a bummer because one of the people died, so I had a boner while the, there was a death going on. That was, that was awful. And then the other one lived. Oh my God. I wanted to have sex with her right on the beach. It was so intense. You guys should have seen it. Um, Ryan says, wonder if the flight deck was breached as well. Maybe her shirt also flew off. Great concept for a new porno. Cole says, I guess women can fly. They still can't drive, but flying seems to be okay. Uh, This is the actual video and the eyewitness accounts of what happened on that flight. (laughs) 
This woman here with the crotch is going to speak, and then we're actually going to see footage from inside of the plane. It was a trip from hell. <laughs> I look up and the oxygen masks were hanging from the ceiling. And then I look to my left and there's... Okay, now look. This, this looks like it's fake. But that's the opening and you can see stars. This huge chunk, part of the airplane, wow. just like missing. And the wind is just extremely loud. There's wind blowing everywhere. That's the uh, emergency landing. Boy, I, I'm impressed with how calm everybody is. Talking about how no one being and, uh, seated near the window. I heard the a pop noise. I felt the. Here's a guy with a corduroy jacket, a cane, and a brown fedora and a brown shirt. Wind come forward. And then it came back, it hit me in the face. I was trying to make sense of what's going on. Boy, talk about somebody who needed to actually get the jacket to blow out of the window or the opening. It would be that guy. The universe needed to take that guy's jacket and hat. I wasn't afraid. I don't know why, but, you know, and the people... It, That's got to be a wig, right? No one really screamed or anything. It was a trip from hell. <laughs> wow. Okay. That wasn't that bad. Trip from, from hell would have been if it actually crashed. Uh, we are just glazing over that cowboy. Ashley. No, no, no. Uh, this man is out of time. How did his hat stay on? That guy sits first class. What an incredible scene. So now I guess they've, uh, grounded those planes while they check them out. I remember when I was growing up, it seemed like there was a hell of a lot more airplane crashes, jetliner crashes. They, they've made unbelievable strides in safety. I remember growing up, there was a, uh, at uh, the airport near where I, I used to live, uh, there was a fucking horrible one that the, the fucking thing didn't even take off. It's, they didn't have the flaps a certain way. It was the Romulus Metro Airport uh, 1980s crash. And uh, there, there's like a road nearby, and then the plane hit the uh, overpass somehow. The thing got up like three feet off the ground and just whammo! Awful. Pilot error. Another catastrophe that happened that a lot of you sent me uh, the news link uh, for was the exploding Duncan toilet. Restaurant chain, a guy in Florida is suing. Now, it says it was an exploding toilet when i see exploding toilet that means like fire destruction shards of porcelain shards of plastic everything going everywhere story says a florida man is suing dunkin donuts for a hundred thousand dollars after he was injured reportedly injured 
by an exploding toilet in the popular coffee chain. But I'm not so sure that that's what happened. It may have just been, all of us have been in a restroom where you flush the toilet and then um, the water is like explosive going down. And if something can go wrong, it could shoot up is the only thing I'm thinking of. Uh, A male customer experienced an unfortunate incident in its bathroom. Paul Kerouac is seeking $100,000 in damages after he claims that a Duncan toilet in Winter Park, Florida exploded on him last year, causing severe and long-term injuries. According to reports from ABC News, the explosion covered Kerouac in all manner of human feces, urine, and debris. Kerouac says he sought help from the store staff after he said, after the alleged explosion, with one employee claiming, yeah, we're aware of it. Uh, And, uh, I mean, that's the type of thing you would say when you, like, know there's something wrong, you put up the sign, out of order, or something like that. But an actual exploding toilet. He's looking to sue the location for negligence in a lawsuit filed Wednesday, January 3rd, a year after the situation initially took place. The lawsuit did not contain any details about the explosion. Well, we need those details. It does state that Kerouac suffered bodily injury and is requesting both counseling and mental health care as a result of the incident. And then that's it. Well, I need more information. This isn't enough. In Winter Park, Florida, there are three Duncans. And it has been way too long since I had any success in uh, in reaching out to someone about a news story. And that will probably be the same now. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. Oh, for one. says I always take my earbuds out when you do this why I don't understand uh Ashley says I have an unreasonable unreasonable fear of pink eye problem from all the ass I eat all right oh for two that's an unusual thing to admit to because we're not really talking about ass eating right now I applaud you for the effort, though. Not everybody will admit to eating ass. She takes her earbuds out. What the hell, Brandis? 
Kenny says he eats ass. Hey, did I mention I got a girlfriend and I'm a good gift giver and I eat ass? <laughs> that's right. Players back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Three weeks later, I'm lonely. <laughs> I'm so alone. Oh my God. <laughs> Of course, this is a huge, colossal failure. Why do I even try? Uh, Nick says the only way would be those flush assist toilets that have a pressure tank built into them. Kenny says his new significant other, soon to be former significant other, hates me so much she hates me i need to know more uh i mean no one really you're you're by the way kenny's the one who brought all this up one day no one asked no one no one had any information he just offered it up one day about uh i'm no longer single uh, the dumb fucks been doing this for now five straight years. More than that. Uh, so he goes out of his way about bringing that up all the time. And then he's all cocky as shit about how much poon he's getting. And the next thing you know, you know, I need someone to hold me tight. The shit hits the fan. So why in the world does the significant other hate your old pal EZ? How could that possibly be? Does she hate me from um, like prior to this podcast? Or does she hate me only from checking out the podcast? I mean, I find that to be unbelievable that someone could hate me. I don't understand why anybody could hate me, frankly. What is there to dislike about me? I'm very curious um, of what Kenny's future ex-girlfriend, why she hates me. Now what makes these jokes even easier to say is that she hates me. So this all works out. Kenny says she had no clue who you were. Love that. Prerequisite, actually. Ha ha. So you're telling me that if you have someone who likes you, you actually say, hey, uh, do you by chance, I know you think I'm great, but uh, because of my gift giving, <laughs> yeah, but uh, do you by chance know who Eric Zane is? Oh, you do? Oh, go fuck yourself. Oh, I'm so lonely. Is that how that works? Uh, Chris says she probably heard you beating up her sweet Kenny bear. Oh, well, fucking a in three weeks. She'll be here talking shit about Kenny. I've got, if I had, uh, all of Kenny's exes as part of the audience, I'd have quadruple the number of people watching me than right now. 
Everybody knows that St. Gaslight's exes all reach out to me. Now, that might have something to do with my unbelievable handsomeness. Uh, So one day, maybe Kenny's exes will do that. But they probably know that I'm out of their league. Well, anyway, uh, that's unfortunate that that she has... um, this preconceived notion about your old pal easy just because i pick on hey so what did you do did you say hey look anyway uh oh you you haven't heard of him well you should check him out because he talks about me and my gift giving is that is that what happened kenny says in three weeks i won't be here Uh oh mystery what's going on Uh, Maureen is shocked by that comment. In three weeks, I won't be here. I wonder what that means. Uh, Corey says, once the poon gets stale, Kenny throws them to the curb to get some new tail. Ben Glaze says, in three weeks, Kenny's tongue goes from brown back to pink. Chris says, Kenny's ditching the live stream. Ashley says it's probably because of my potty mouth. Aram says when the month is over, are you leaving? What's going on, Kenny? That is a shock. Big news. In three weeks, Kenny is leaving the show. That is not good. We cannot have that. Ryan says big fraud Zane. If Mrs. Kenny had a voice, what would it sound like? Ah, pfft, ah Kenny, pfft, get over here and eat my ass. Pfft, hey, come on. Pfft, there's some corn for my mouth wreath and shit for you to eat. Pfft, hey. At least that's what I envision. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. Uh, Linda says, is he doing dry February? Kenny says, hey, mate, that's your Amanda voice, dumbass. Oh, I know. Nate Bull writes, Ken E's finally leaving. Yay, finally some good news. Now that's just fucking mean. Brandis says, Kenny, I am also curious where you are going and why. Well, yeah, people want to know. Who wouldn't want to know? He's the star of the show. Okay? Uh, Chris says that Nate is just, or Nate Bull or Nut Bull is just being mean. Yeah. Um, that is that is ridiculous, Nate. You 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 shouldn't be mean like that. You gotta you gotta temper that. Um Kenny says, hey, I saw that too because I unblocked Nut Bull. Why in the world did you do that? I thought you had blocked um, um, Nate and you had blocked Amanda and you had blocked Rob. You like hate everybody. I don't understand why. Ryan says what everybody else is thinking. Kenny, you can't leave me. I love you. He says he's just waiting for Rob to show up. So what he's doing here 
is he's, uh, I don't know if this is, he's going to unblock everybody. And then in his big moment of triumph, he's going to like walk away and say, fuck you all. Or if he's going to do like Brooks was here or something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, Maureen says you told him to unblock them. No, I suggested that. And he said, no, he said, no. Maureen, that's what happened. So I don't know what he's up to. Chris says Darla is curious too. How about her? Oh, big girl yawn. There's a big girl yawn. Hello, baby. Watch this. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? She's staring. She's not even turning her head. Uh, Linda says Kenny is going on vacation with new Mrs. Kenny in three weeks. Did you know there's coin operate video hall of fame in Bowling Green, Kentucky? Well, my God, let me show you. Let me introduce you to an original two version of Frogger. True, one joystick is broke, but you can still play it. Ryan says a shotgun wedding. Great deals, I understand, out at Epstein Island. Uh, also mean. Or is this maybe you're going to go to Gatlinburg and get some uh, airbrush t-shirts or some shit like that? All right. Thank you very much, Kenny. Good luck. I, I got to know what's happening in three weeks, though, buddy. Uh, busy weekend of basketball with the Grand Rapids Gold. They uh, they they won both games against the Osceola Magic, um, featuring Mac McClung, last year's NBA dunk champion. He only had one dunk. In fact, he kind of sucks, Mac McClung. He can't do anything. He turns the ball over way too much, and uh, he didn't even play second half of the second game. So he's kind of shitty. All that guy can do is dunk. Gold win all weekend long. Very impressed with them. They've been doing nothing but winning. I think they've won like eight out of nine. So you need to get to the Grand Rapids gold basketball games and hang out with me, EZ. Busy week for them as they, believe it or not, head to Mexico City for a game. And then... um in, uh, in Texas, they're back on Sunday, the 14th. So less than a week away, you can get tickets for as low to uh, as low as 12 bucks. Grandrapidsgold.com. Uh, check out the action every Thursday and Friday. They got $2 beers, $2 dogs, but come see me on Sunday, the 14th with your Grand Rapids gold. Okay. We are just under two weeks away from the latest paintball war. Number 23, the battle for the Rio Grande. As um, we need, I just got a big army of, of whites. Uh, the tarantula farmer reached out to me and said that him and his gang. So we're looking at at least six to eight white people, which means we've got about, about 10, 11 people on team white guy. Uh, we'll be taking on the Browns, the Mexican slash Hondurans in the battle for the Rio Grande. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we may number more uh, north of 30 
approaching 40 people for this paintball war number 23 at TC Paintball. It happens on the 21st of January, that Sunday, pizza party beforehand. We start at 3 p.m. We will see you there, I think 3 p.m. Let me double check with Rick on that. I keep saying it, and then I forget to ask him. It's going to be awesome. Book your own event at TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Um, if Rick was in the chat, I'd have him weigh in now. But uh, that should be awesome. Thank you so much to Rick at TC Paintball for hosting. Uh, book your own event. Head over to tcpaintballgr.com. Um, finally, King's Room Barbershop. Men and chicks who like short hair, except Lisa Kronz, get their hair cut at King's Room Barbershop. Three locations, Northland Drive, Caledonia, and at 821 36th Street in Wyoming, next to the costume room. That's the one that I go to. It's closest to me. Um, go to kingsroom.net for schedules, exact locations, and uh, on and on and on. Hair color cost you, uh, cost you 19 bucks plus tip. Uh, kingsroom.net. Please mention easy when you go there. All dudes. You get your hair cut, Lady Jane, sport clips, uh, Jude's. Head on over to King's Room Barbershop and try them out. And please mention EZ. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, update on that kid who um, beat the Tetris game. Remember that kid? Uh, yeah, he... Uh, Spent like an hour playing it and he, and he, and he beat the game. Willis Gibson, 13 years old. Um, he went so far that the game like broke it. It had, it had, he had beaten all the combinations. It couldn't, it couldn't score anymore. It just, it failed. He broke the game and an unbelievable reaction. Megan says his name is Willis. Yeah, Willis Green. What you talking about, Willis? It's a reference you probably don't even know. Maureen says, how could we forget his orgasmic accomplishment? Yeah, he was like, oh, 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 yeah. That's like what the kid did. It was remarkable. Darla thinks I'm nuts when I do that. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, this, uh, they covered in the, in the UK. And this anchor is getting just murdered because she made a crack about the kid. Sky News. This is uh this is how it unfolded. Hold on a second here. Now Tetris has long been touted as a video game that just can't be beaten because it just goes on and on. All right, here's where the kid jizzes. Well, 13-year-old American Willis Gibson has technically 
proven that wrong. He beat the original Nintendo version of the game. I'm sorry. I, I, I cannot stand this kid. By reaching such a high His parents should be locked away, okay, for a long year, for many, many years for abuse. Uh, like, like the parents of this kid, along with the parents of Ethan Crumbly, should be locked away for the same amount of time. Level that the coding froze that left the program unable to generate any more falling blocks. As a mother, I would just say step away from the screen, go outside, get some fresh air. Beating Tetris is not a life goal. Speaking of fresh air, let's get a look at the weather. Okay. So she, she tells the little fuck to go out and, uh, and get some fresh air. Aram says... If he didn't use the original controller, it doesn't count. And that's true. He's not using the original controller. He's using some fucking cheat device. I don't know what the fuck it is. He says he used an NES controller. Well, maybe he did then. And uses the infamous Tetris roll technique. It's a wild process. Yeah, I don't who the fuck knows what that is. Kenny, who's pro video game, says she, <laughs> she channeled her inner Zane in that moment. What a bitch. By the way, I'm a good gift giver. I got a girlfriend and I'm leaving in three weeks. <laughs> So she's channeling her inner Zane and then you call her a bitch. So that means I'm something horrible for some reason. And I don't understand why you would say that. Now, if she had channeled her inner Zytunian, I would say that that would be acceptable. That's the only thing that's worth podcasting. But you got someone who loves you and cares about you. <laughs> Ashley says, I'm not a mathematician or a child predator, but I'm a woman. I get to have sex with minors. Wait, what? She says, he should give me a call in about five years. That rolling technique sounds hot. What is wrong with you? What just happened? Chris referring to the anchor saying, get out and get some fresh air. Says, well, that's not so terrible. What the anchor said. And I agree. Uh, but people are just killing her. Saying she should be fired. What's the matter, Darla? Uh-oh. Hey, I got to take a break. Darla's got to go outside. I'll be right back. She's a very good girl. Uh, she, she whined. And, um... She went pee-pee, and then she went poo-poo. How about that? I'm very, very impressed with you. That's a good girl. That's a good baby dog. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, too bad Bill Clinton doesn't get named on the Epstein list. 
I heard Big Fraud Zane has contacts to that former president as well. Oh, really? Do, do I? Ashley says, yeah, Ryan, that Big Fraud Zane is well connected. That's true. Um, okay. Mary Lou Retton is, um, remember Mary Lou Retton was sick as fuck. Um, weird form of pneumonia almost took her life. I just saw Hoda interviewed her. They showed the interview with her, at least a portion of it, uh, today on the today show. And, um, she's still on oxygen. You know, she's got the, uh, the thing in the nose. But uh, they said that what saved her life was they did like a high-pressure oxygen stream up her nose because they couldn't hear oxygen levels in her body kept dropping, dropping, dropping. And uh, they actually said to the family, Mary Lou Retton's kids, hey, go say goodbye to her. She's going to die. I swear to God. And then like one of the last things they tried was like, um, uh, it seems so simple, but a... uh, a more forcible stream of um, oxygen through the nose thing, and it and it worked. Her um, over time, her lungs started to heal. She was in the hospital for extended time, and uh, they they sent her home. <clears throat> uh, she doesn't remember much of it, but um, what also has come up is. If you remember at the time, they said, hey, Mary Lou does not have any health insurance. Now, my first thought was, how? I do a podcast that has 35 people watching it, and I have health insurance. How does uh, one of the most decorated female uh, gymnasts of all time the face of the 1984 Olympics, not have health insurance. I mean, come on. I'm a uh, disciple of Frank Fuss. I, uh, it's not that hard to get your fucking health insurance. Anybody can get health insurance. Um, but no, she didn't have insurance. So they, they did like a fundraiser for her, similar to GoFundMe. It wasn't GoFundMe, but it was another thing. And, uh, well, it, it worked. It uh, raised $459,324 in donations. And when I read a headline from Christine Brennan, um, USA Today, that reads, Mary Lou Retton received $459,324 in donations, period, new sentence, she and her family won't say how it's being spent. The second that happens... Everybody is suspicious. A lot of people are still suspicious as to how she didn't have fucking insurance in the first place. So, yes, she's better, but this is weird. Uh, She did an exclusive interview, McKenna Kelly, the daughter of Mary Lou. She said she never expected so much money to come their way. She said it was not supposed to be a big thing. We didn't even think about this, what this would turn into. Wait, what? How could you not? 
This is one of the most uh, iconic Olympic athletes of all time. You know, Mary Lou Red. Like if they were to show like a montage of big Olympic moments, it'd be like Jesse Owens, Simone Biles, USA Hockey, Mary Lou Retton. Give me a fucking break. We didn't think it would be a big media thing. It was simply four daughters who felt helpless, who wanted to help their mom, who knew that this would help take a burden off. All right. Uh, Mom made it. And uh, Kelly said that after her mother's medical bills are paid, the family would donate all remaining money to a charity of her mother's choice. Neither the daughter nor Mary Lou would comment on how much from the of the $459,324 from the account at spotfund.com has been spent or what amount would be given to charity. Um, that is not negotiable. If people, random people, give you $459,324 and you do not provide some degree of transparency, transparency, That is a red flag and will continue to be red until you rectify that. You can't just say, yeah, we're giving it away. And then just, that's it. You got to have some type of uh, a plus and minus going on there. I'm not saying that uh, it was an embezzlement scheme, but it's bullshit is what it is. She's not able to breathe on her own. Kelly wrote on October 10. She's been in the ICU for over a week now out of respect for her and her privacy. I will not disclose all the details. However, I will disclose that she is not insured. When asked in the interview with USA Today Sports why her mother wasn't covered by medical insurance, daughter said that Mary Lou could not get affordable health care because of pre-existing conditions which she said include over 30 orthopedic surgeries, including four hip replacements. She's in chronic pain every day. Daughter says due to her medical history and the amount of surgeries she has endured from gymnastics and and living, it's unaffordable for her. However, I'm thinking USA Today thinks that that's bullshit. Because when told that an insurance agent contacted by USA Today Sports found two policies that charge $545 and $680 per month for which someone with her mother's medical history would qualify. So they're like, oh, yeah, we had so many fucking medical problems. She can't afford shit. I mean, it's going to cost $100,000 a month to insure Mary Lou. And they're like, no, that's not true. $545 a month, $680 a month. You could sign a couple autographs and make that in 10 minutes. Probably. Uh, This is before she got sick. So then the daughter said that Retton had once been covered by health insurance, but quote, because she was not able to work and give speeches for two years due to the pandemic, she gave up her insurance. I do not accept that. I do not believe that. I do not buy that. That is bullshit. 
Ratton was, quote, about to get health insurance again, but didn't, and then she got sick. Ratton remains popular in Olympic circles. She has a speaking fee. So if you want to get her to speak, you know, whatever, for the Rotary Club or the fucking Amway Convention or whatever the hell, and she's going to talk for 25 minutes to get her in the door, $25,000. Okay? That means for 80 minutes of work a year, she does, if she does one a quarter, that's $100,000 a year. And you know, I mean, my God, if it's me, I'm going to do two a week at $25,000 a pop. All right. So two a week, how many would that be? Two times 52. Wait a minute. Two a week? No, I do three a week. Three times 52. That's 312 days a year I'm on the road. Times $25,000 a pop. That's $7,800,000 a year. If I know I can go get $25,000 a pop, I'm sure to God going to be busting my ass to book every one of those fucking things. Um, She and her husband, former University of Texas quarterback Shannon Kelly, divorced in 2018 after 27 years of marriage. About 10 years ago, McKenna Kelly said Retton moved from her large house in the Houston area to a smaller home. I like how this USA Today story is basically just saying, yeah, this is why this doesn't add up. Uh, Against this backdrop with her mother in the hospital, daughter said she and her three sisters made the decision to raise money for mom online from both friends and strangers. But they, quote, didn't want it to be a big thing. Okay. This is genuinely four daughters concerned for their mom. That was it. I believe that. Kelly said, I know I keep saying that, but that is truly where our hearts were when we started this. We felt so helpless. Her breathing was out of control. The only thing we could do to help that was in our control was if we started to go fund me. What if um, we start a spot fund? People can help. Whatever. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it starts with um, the unwillingness to let anybody know, like, uh, if there was any money left over. I mean, if there wasn't, just say that. Say, yeah, well, the treatment actually cost every penny of that. And then so tell everybody. Um. Ben says, my future brother-in-law pays $1,700 a month for insurance for his family. I get how people would opt to not have it. I don't know how he's paying that, mu- that, uh, that much. I think your brother-in-law, is he, does he get it through an employer? Or does he buy it like through the marketplace? If he does buy it through the marketplace, he needs to call Frank Fuss. Because I, I think he'll save probably about $1,200 a month. Donut Dan writes, maybe she has to pay off her therapist after having Larry Nasser be her doctor. Oh, man, I don't know. 
That one might be, that's, that's too much there. I don't think Nasser was her doctor. Uh, Linda says they need to make the expenses public like you do with the big fraud Zane great food giveaway. Exactly. Exactly. What I'm getting at here is I'm only talking about this so I can point out how much better I am than Mary Lou Retton. That's what we're looking at. Um, locally, Ottawa County, Michigan. Back in May, this happened when um, Bender Bones from the Satanic Temple, West Michigan, showed up at the Ottawa County Commission meeting because the county said, hey, we are now a constitutional county. Now, I couldn't even tell you what the fuck that means, but Bender did know what that meant. And um, the leader of the Satanic, Satanic Temple, West Michigan, struts in during public comment. And you can actually see visible pearl clutching from some of these women. Lady on the end here and opposite end in the brightly colored jacket. You're actually going to see visible pearl clutching and head shaking when Bender comes in to thank the Ottawa County Board of Commissioners including all the scumbags from Ottawa Impact. There's a reason why I'm bringing this up now. I'll get to that in a second. My turn already. Wow. It's just getting comfy. Good evening. My name is Bender Bones, and my pronouns are he, him. I am an ordained minister of the Satanic Temple, and I am here to speak on behalf of the Satanic Temple of West Michigan, which includes our members and ministers living within Ottawa County. In regards to the Constitutional County Resolution, I want to thank the County Board and the Ottawa Impact Organization for their declaration of intent to uphold the values enshrined in our Constitution. Our constitutional rights are our most cherished assets as United States citizens, and even more so as Satanists. The First Amendment states that Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, nor restrict the free exercise thereof. This establishment clause is the driving force for freedom of religion in the United States and the greatest restraint for the encroachment of theocracy. The West Michigan Congregation of the Satanic Temple applauds this commission for its commitment to upholding the religious freedoms for all. Our religious values include bodily autonomy, acting with (laughs) compassion and empathy, and embracing pluralism. These values are core to our deeply held beliefs as Satanists, and we are always pleased to see these values upheld by governments at all levels. (laughs) I observe that these city commission meetings begin with prayers and invocations. I am pleased that by swearing this oath to uphold these freedoms, it opens the door to make Ottawa County a place where Satanism will grow and thrive. (laughs) As a sign of support, the Satanic Temple of West Michigan would like to begin the process of becoming involved with opening prayers at these meetings. The Satanic Temple of West Michigan is also excited to celebrate the holidays with the residents of Ottawa County, as we are always looking forward to opportunities where our goat display would be a fitting representation for the Satanic community. And we'll always be looking out for opportunities for Satanism and other religious groups to work together to build up a stronger and more diverse community. 
In closing, I want to thank everyone in support of the Constitutional County Resolution for strengthening the rights and freedoms of Satanists of the Satanic Temple, West Michigan. I am proud to know that Ottawa County will become a stronghold for Satanists of all type, and I am looking forward to seeing what the Satanic Temple of West Michigan and the municipalities of Ottawa County can do when we work together under the banner of religious freedom. Hail Ottawa County and hail Satan. Thank you. Okay, okay, now, them becoming a constitutional county did open the door to religious freedom. The problem is, the Ottawa County Commission does not want religious freedom. They want freedom, freedom, you know, like from masks and, uh, you know, quarantine mandates. And uh, uh, carrying guns. This shouldn't include religious freedom. By the way, what's going on here? Danica's new sides. Okay. Uh, because, you know, we want uh, Ottawa, we're Ottawa County. We want, you know, Christians, good Christian folk. So they've been opening up these meetings with uh, their various friends that are in charge of churches. Um, Time passes. I said to Bender, I had him on this show. And then later on, I said, hey, you know what? You should pursue the invocation thing. There's something to that. They cannot turn you away because they choose to open with prayer. All right. So um, since they are merging politics and religion, which is also was usually a problem, um, you've they've opened the door for you. And he's like, well, we're working on it. We're working on it. Well, there was someone else who was also working on it. It is a guy who's in charge of the Episcopal Church in Holland. And uh, not Satanists, but um, a lot of times these churches do communicate. Like the Episcopalians, uh, they would have more of a dialogue with the Satanists than you'd, than you'd think. And by the way, the Satanic Temple of West Michigan, the, the tenets of their of what they believe are so um ridiculously um easy to uh well get behind let me let me look this up satanic i've covered this before temple i, I mean now like i'm saying satan's good satan's an asshole but their tenants. Let me open this up here. Okay. There you go. Their fundamental tenets. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. Two, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Three, one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. Four, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend, to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of others is to forego one's own. Five, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts, facts to fit one's beliefs. Six, people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. 
Seven, every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. I mean, uh, who could disagree with that? Well, anyway, I'm not here to uh, bang the drum for the satanic temple of West Michigan. I was just here to give you some information uh, in context to know uh, like what the hell is going on here. Well, anyway, the Episcopalians reached out to Ottawa County and said, hey, we would like to do the opening invocation. And they did not respond. Ignore, ignore, ignore. Finally, the Episcopalians get pissed off and sue. This is what happened as a result of what Bender was just talking about. Ottawa County has had to make an, a policy opening the door for the Episcopalians and the Bender Bones. Uh, the new inclusive policy as, as to who can say prayer at county board meetings. A change that comes three months after a pastor claimed discrimination in a federal lawsuit. The board approved this just under a week ago. Commissioner Roger Bergman, who is a Republican, but not one of the um, Ottawa Impact scumbags, said the board has not had a written policy on the invocation until now. Prior to 2023, when eight new commissioners took office, the practice was to allow individual commissioners to say the prayer or a commissioner could ask a pastor to give one. Bergman said that seemed to shift in early 23 when Joe Moss took over. He was hand-picking the pastors. Then, Reverend Jared Kramer of St. John's Episcopal filed the suit. He said Moss did not want him speaking because he loves the gays. Kramer acknowledged he had no evidence of Moss's belief, only that boss Moss did not respond to an email expressing his desire to give the invocation. The May, the May email also was sent to John Gibbs, Roger Bergman, and Roger Belknap. Later, Kramer sent a physical snail mail letter to Moss, no response. Then, Kramer filed the lawsuit November 15th. Kramer could not at the time... Uh, on, on November 15th, he then received an invitation to give the prayer after the lawsuit was filed. Kramer could not at the time do it because of a prior engagement, but he is going to do the invocation in February. The new policy establishes a speaker's list to which pastors can join by writing to their district's county commissioner. The commissioner then must forward the request to a county coordinator who will select speakers on a first-come, first-served basis. According to the new policy, no guidelines or limitations shall be issued regarding the content of an invocation, except that the board shall request by the language of this rule that no invocation should proselytize or advance any faith. So they're not saying, you, uh, hey, you got to become one of us, but no one would do that anyway. Usually the blessing is just the blessing. 
All right, so that's not hard to, uh, you know, process. Or you cannot disparage the religious faith or non-religious views of others or attack, defame, or demean any person, group, or organization. Well, yeah, of course not. Nobody would, would even think of doing that. Uh, the policy goes on to say that its intent is to acknowledge and express the board's respect for the numerous religious denominations and faiths represented and practiced among the citizens of Ottawa County. Now, that had to happen. That's good. So because the lawsuit was threatened, now we're going to get, I want this pastor to, uh, you know, show up there with the rainbow shirt and I don't know, maybe a, a shirt of him with a dick in his ass or something. Sarah Howard, attorney for the pastor, said the new policy will not preempt his lawsuit because she claims it was done in response to litigation. So that means it's continuing. The attorney said at the very least, a judge should issue an injunction that requires the new county policy to, re to remain in place and also for the county to prominently publish the name and contact information for the speaker's list coordinator. So this is... She's following through on this. She said county officials in response to the lawsuit have alleged they simply did not see his May request. That's a lie, of course. Howard said the argument is not believable, and she thinks Kramer was not selected to speak because he loves the gays. Moss, the county board chair, indicated... Uh, to MLive through a Thursday, January 4th email that he planned to respond to a question from MLive about whether the new policy was in direct response to the lawsuit. And he had not responded as of Friday. Democrat Commissioner Doug Zilstra said he likes the new policy and said he's already expecting a pastor from a Holland area church to speak at the board this month. So I love how they try to do things their way and then it blows up like a hand grenade in their fucking face. Why did I play Bender Bones at the beginning of this? Because the second I saw that article, I wrote to him, boom, the time is now and sent him the link. Bender writes, my friend, your timing could be more impeccable. Ha ha. My team was just discussing moving forward with Ottawa County and the topic of this lawsuit just came up. This article is hugely helpful. I hope to be able to get some gears turning shortly on this. Thank you again for keeping us in mind and helping us with these resources. Hope your holiday season was nice. Hail. Signed, Bender Bones, MS, he, him, Minister of Satan, and co-head the Satanic Temple of West Michigan. If my mother knew that this was happening, she would kick my ass. Eric Bernard, what are you doing? You know, it's a really crazy time when the only people who make sense are the ones that say, Hail Satan. What the fuck? No, I take it back. Everybody other than the right-wing extremists are making sense. Okay? Again. I'm a Republican by nature. I'm uh, very fiscally responsible, conservative-wise with government, smaller government. I'm all for that. I'm all for freedoms and shit like that. But I am vastly liberal when it comes to social issues. 
Some would call me a libertarian, but that's the worst thing you could possibly call me. They're the worst. Not only do they believe in shit I don't believe, but they lose everything. Don't be a libertarian. If you want to be a loser, be a libertarian. What you need to be is part of the Eric Zane party, the common sense party. All right. Anyway, I just love that. And so if Bender actually gets the invocation, I'm going to show up with uh, the Angus Young horns and uh, singing Highway to Hell in the front row at that meeting with Stu McAllister. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? Uh, Tophis says libertarians are the worst. Far-right scum. Adam says, I'm a Christian, a very, very flawed one, and I love this. Me too. By the way, the ones who admit the most flaws, flawed are the least flawed. The ones who admit no flaw are the criminals. All right? They're the ones who clutch their pearls and act all high and mighty. They're hypocrites. All right. That was a lot, but man, I love that. All right. Frank Fuss. Thank you to Frank Fuss. My policy shop insurance. Have Mary Lou Retton call Frank Fuss. Mary Lou Retton and Ben's brother needs to reach out to Frank Fuss about affordable health care. Go to buyinsurancehere.com, fill out the form, and spend a few minutes talking with Frank. You're going to be like, wait, what do I do? Huh? How does this work? Okay. First of all, you've grown to trust me. Every time I've had someone that I wanted to talk about on this show, I believed in what they had to offer, and I really want you to, to believe in them too. But the only way you can do that is just by trusting me. So if you are unemployed, in between jobs, or your employer does not offer insurance, or if you get your employer's insurance and you want your family to be insured under a better policy, you got to reach out to Frank. Okay? I'll even help you. Reach out to me first if you want to know more specifically what I'm talking about. But Frank is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. More people need to do this. That is, get a healthcare policy from healthcare.gov. If you want information, just go to buyinsurancehere.com, B-U-Y, insurancehere.com, and book a uh, phone call, a Zoom, a face-to-face, whatever you want with Frank. He'll help you. He also specializes in all other types of insurance, of insurance, including life insurance, which you really should have. If you're not insured, you're, you're really, really rolling the dice. The next thing you know... You're going to be doing a GoFundMe and uh, it's going to be all fucked up like Mary Lou Retton. Get your ass insured. Impact Power Sports. My God, what a setup they got going on in Rockford, Michigan. Head on up to Rockford, Michigan. You walk in. The place looks like it's out of the uh, wild, wild west. Stop by the popcorn machine. Grab a bag and get a tour of what they have for you when it comes to fun. 
fun or practicality? Some people need like a four-wheeler around their farm or their property to haul shit around. I get that. Others, my God, let's just go tear up the trails. Maybe you need a golf cart. Michigan's newest Yamaha dealer is Impact Power Sports. Head to their website, Impact Power Sports MI, to check out the inventory. Don't forget about their full-service repair shop. Anything that you have already or maybe you buy from them if you need any type of maintenance done on it, they do it all at Impact Power Sports. Online at impactpowersportsmi.com. Beautiful Rockford, Michigan. Go see them and mention me. Last but not least, my uh, amazing pals over at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. If you need your car repaired, you take it to Irvine's. ERVines.com. That's ERVines.com. Smack dab right in the middle of Grand Rapids. Uh, repairing people's cars from all over the area. People come from as far away as Kalamazoo or Muskegon or uh, even some other faraway places to get their cars repaired at the number one car repair facility in all of West Michigan. The dealers in town, when they get in the weeds, they take the cars to Irvine's. Specializing in all combustion vehicles, motors, EVs, hybrids. They do it all at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. We got a brand new asshole of the day sign today made by Tim. I've actually had this for a couple of weeks, but uh, it's been sitting in a spot, not this room. All right. I need some damn spray because it still says Tim on there. TC paintball on one cheek. The asshole of the day. Do we have nominees? We talked about the NFKs getting hurt. The foot issue. The Lions win. They host the Rams. Holy shit, they have to win. Tonight is the national championship game. Go Washington. Alaska Airlines, what the fuck? Free beer and hot wings. They bring on person number 10. Um, I think Free Beer is trying to build either the Burt Show or the Ace and TJ Show. Young people who suck all get a microphone on America's worst morning show, the Free Beer and Hot Wings Show. Dunkin' Donuts toilet exploding. UK anchor tells orgasmic Tetris kid to go out and touch grass. Mary Lou Retton didn't have insurance and stole hundreds of thousands of dollars in Ottawa County. All on today's show. Hmm. Donut dances go to the meeting with face paint and buffalo horns. Yeah, I think we got to make it out of a county. Your asshole of the day for today. Congratulations, Ottawa County. You've done it again. You've done it again. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the free podcast. The Patreon is available in just a little while. I want you to try it out for free. Go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. 
Try it out for free. Try out the $10 a month for free. That way you can watch the video of us reviewing the Harwich Tale on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Go get lost in the wormhole that is my Patreon with all of the content that I put up there. All right, I work my balls off on that thing, and I want you to enjoy it for seven days free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I don't give a shit if you cancel it right after. You're still going to get the seven days. Or let it ride, and if you like it, it'll go ahead and charge you, and then you're off and running. You're part of the uh, small but strong Patreon audience. I appreciate you. If you sign up for a full year, I will take 10% off of the cost. I just had a nice person uh, sign up for a full year of Patreon. Who was that? I'm actually going to look you up. I saw you. Signed up for the uh, audio podcast, Scott W. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, folks. Have a great one. Until next time, bye-bye. Go Washington. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.